I'm Gary Erickson. And I'm Tyler Hogue. We became best buds through the heavy music scene. And now we're doing a podcast, breaking down our favorite bands, albums, and shows. This is All Consuming Podcast. Welcome to another episode of All Consuming Podcast. Today, we are doing something a little different. Yep. Tyler and I texted each other a list of songs that we wanted to talk about. Um, and so this is kind of like a grab bag, mixtape, mix yeah. like whatever, you know, some singles. We grabbed some songs that we, we wanted to jump into without any yeah. full album review kind of stuff. So, yeah. You got anything you to say to, before Gary, we... What? Did you used to, like back in the day burn cds like mixes yeah but i wouldn't i never called them mixtapes but they're like mixes you know like that was like everything i had i don't i don't even know like how many albums is bad that i really owned i just had like mixtapes of singles like i never listened that's, to albums you know that that's though. your problem that's your problem and so it, I just it, had that's like... what ruined you <laughs> you had you don't have this full album look so i i had like albums right I yeah. had my big CD flip book. That, you know, you flopped sure. all the pages. They held like eight on each side, kind of, yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, I did make some mixtapes. I, I don't. I'm not sure what I called them, but like for like my youth group, all my friends, I'd like put a bunch of songs on and like you know, 15 songs and call it like, you know, our you know tread ministry was our youth group. Yeah, but it'd be like tread ministry summer jams. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I still have some in my car right now um, that I listen to. Metal Mix 1, Metal Mix 2, Screamo <laughs> Mix 1, right? And like, I Do you have, have like I have all the this. Sharpie names of all of them? Oh, like, uh, yeah. Yes, for sure. They're all Sharpied. And then I went and stayed uh, with my buddy Ryan one time a few years ago, and he gave me a bunch of just like old CDs that I just put in my car. And like I listened to those too, and there's you have a to bunch like of mixes. Shazam them all the time. Like, yes. what song is? This? <laughs> yes, there was one. Uh, gosh, I I feel ridiculous for not knowing this. What's the uh, Australian band Super? Um, oh, Parkway Drive. There was a Parkway Drive song. I didn't know it. I didn't know it was Parkway Drive. And I'm just singing the lyrics. Like I'm getting to know the lyrics. Don't even know the song. So I had to uh, Google the lyrics and be like, oh, that's Parkway Drive. Yeah, it, it was. I'm way behind the times, or I was, mm. you know. Still are. <laughs> Still, am, yeah. Yeah, but this is gonna be our. This is gonna be our throwback burned CD episode. Our mixtape right here. Yeah, it's a. It's an. It's an EP, not quite a, a full True. length. True. True EP. So let's get started with a band who broke up shortly after the album came out. Yep. And uh, from what six years ago now. Is when it came out. Yeah. But they're out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it's Those Who Fear. Yeah. And the song we picked is the intro track, which is amazing, State of Mind.
Okay, Gary. And this is not fully a common theme with all of these songs. Um, but for this one, you sent it to me. You <laughs> I sent you I a lot of songs. To it. You texted me and you said, hey, this is verbatim what you said. Actually, do you remember what you said when you sent it to me? I, I know I was working out. <laughs> yeah. You said, bro, this song, State of Mind by Those Who Fear, is an absolute jam when you're working out, right? Like you need to get it. If you want to get pumped up and lift weights, like this is the song to do it to. And You it, don't even need to lift weights. I mean, just listen to the song and you get swole. <laughs> you get swole. Well, that explains. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, you listen to the song and it gets you fired up. There's a lot of awesome just heavy music. There's what? One sentence of lyrics? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like it's heavy. And so, like, I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Um, but I don't know if you remember this, okay? You sent me this. You're like, yeah, you got to, you know, listen to it while you're working out and doing all that. And my wife and I, we came up to visit you and Jen. This is before we had kids even, right? Six years ago. Oh, boy. A long time. Uh-huh. Kid, yeah. Crystal, or my wife, was probably pregnant. Um, and we go, and we go to this uh, one restaurant, Twigs, in the mall. And I'm the first thing this. I notice about Gary, his <laughs> biceps are, I kid you not, dude. Like, Gary's biceps were freaking swole. He was yoked out of his mind. So, not, he wasn't just, he wasn't just like telling me, oh, yeah, this is a great song to work out to. He literally just did bicep curls, probably, to this song. Uh, on a, a I crazy just played it on times. repeat on the way. And, you know, I just. <laughs> Like he he was wearing this is weird. You were wearing a long sleeve <laughs> shirt, so it wasn't even like you were just like wearing a muscle shirt. You're wearing a long sleeve shirt, and I and I think the first thing I said was like, "Dang, Gary, your biceps are huge." Yeah, you remember you that? I do. <laughs> I was uh, working out a lot at the time. To this song, one <laughs> of these, <laughs> just this song on repeat, just on loop. Yeah, so now whenever I hear this song, I just think of your biceps like absolutely swollen. That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Gary, tell me uh, what you think about this song, man. Oh, well, let's see. Uh, the lyrics are profound and deep. That's true. I, b- I believe all he says is, this is my state of mind. This is my state of mind. I really like the song because it, it, it's like a huge buildup for the whole album, and I really if it sets the mood. You have like these chain clinking sounds that are yeah. also kind of a percussion, um, and it's just real slow and heavy, and it's like it's hard to say because I like you want to say it's like hardcore music, but yeah, I don't know. It's like a breakdown the whole time, whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just really heavy and chunky and it picks up and then it gets to a groove and, and ends out. Um, but I think it's a great start for this album. Uh, and yeah, when it did come out, like I listened to it that Friday at the gym and yeah, worked out a ton to it. And then yeah. I was like, Oh, I better get going. Cause I got to pick up Jen and go meet Tyler and Crystal at Twigs <laughs> and like, you know, straight out of the gym to yeah. the restaurant. But 
I do I do remember that. And I miss that blue sweater, man. It made me look way more swole, and I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, dude, like, this song, to me, like, I imagine it as, like, the perfect, you know, UFC walkout song or something like that. You know, it just, like, it's a great, just, like, man, it gets you pumped up. And yeah. I think you're right. It's like a breakdown the whole time and just heavy breakdown. Gosh, yep. it's good. There, yep. There is something, and I, fi- I figured you'd know this. There's something that said at the end-ish. Got nothing. Yeah, the, no, there, but there's like some lyrics that are like in the background. And I only noticed them when I was like digesting. Oh, yeah. It's like a song. radio voice. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it says something, but I couldn't really pick it out. But I was like, maybe that's the other sentence of lyrics for this song. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, the sad part is, so I've always known those who fear. Yeah. Uh, like I've heard their music, but I never like got into them. I was never like, this is my jam. Right. But when this came out, like they got my attention and I listened to this one like crazy and I went back and listened to a bunch. And like literally maybe a month after this came out, the band announced that they were done. Yeah. And I was like, "No." And of course, they're not they didn't even touch the Pacific Northwest on a tour at the end. I don't even know if they toured this one, but it's, it's a shame. It, a it's lot really of these good. songs we chose the band's like RIP, they're done, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you go, like, and and you're like, man, I jumped on this train too late. Yep. You know, that's kind of my my fear of some of these bands that, like, we're getting into. Like, even, the, even bands we've covered before on the podcast, like, did I get into Phineas too late? Will I ever see Phineas? That type of stuff, you know? Did I get into, you know, I've seen yeah. Demon Hunter, but I haven't seen Demon Hunter when I, like, I've been into them. Yeah. You know? So... That's kind of it. Kind of is sad looking at these. I'm like, man, they stopped making music after this. But hey, the past like what three years or so, bands have been getting back together and doing stuff, yeah. and like, there's hope. There is hope. That's true. Sweet man. Well, we started off with this is arguably the heaviest song, but the band we're gonna cover next is extremely heavy. Oh yes, yeah, from St. Louis, Missouri, in the midst of lions. Oof. And we picked a song that I think is their most played or most popular. Yeah, I but think so. it's like what got my attention, and you know I love it. We picked the call. So I love the way the song starts, right? Yeah. Eerie, creepy guitar, and it just, to kick it off, he's like, Ugh! vomit sound. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And gets going, and it's chunky. And I can remember the first time I heard this, someone showed it to me on Turntable, you know, Turntable FM. I've mentioned oh, yeah. it before in the past. But website where you share music, right? Um, and I thought that this is the heaviest music gets, you know, yeah. whatever year this was. 2011 2000. yeah 
but yeah th- i thought this was nuts like how heavy it was um and i was like i wonder what the lyrics are and super awesome yeah you know christian lyrics uh but yeah real good real heavy what are your I, first thoughts i mean for sure like i i think <laughs> i think i'm on this on the same boat where i was like dude this is peak heavy but like peak heavy like throughout our lifetime like has consistently changed like at one point i thought system of a down was the heaviest band ever <laughs> you know like and so like my my life as i get older i i discover these other genres and i'm like oh there's this thing called impending doom or whatever right yeah. but in the midst of lions i mean they are heavy right and absolutely love it the guitar tones just the chugging is awesome yeah. Like I I I don't. I'm sure it's still happening, but I feel like I miss it. You know, like I don't know. It just seems like a tone that we don't really use anymore or don't have. Maybe more in the death metal, just, I guess. Just that slower chuggy. Yeah. And just slow. Yeah, I think it's just a, it's been done so much. I think a lot yeah. of bands are trying to do something, something new, new. But yeah, I I, I love this the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is another band I think I discovered after it was too late. You know, I'm like, oh, yep. these guys are awesome. And then I was like, oh, they were awesome. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was too late, and so I never will be able to see them. And so it's kind of sad because um, I'm pretty sure an in the it's a lion show would have been pretty uh, dope. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So let me interrupt you real quick. Oh, you you brought up it. System of a Down. Yeah. This past week, I watched Sing 2. Yeah. Have you seen Sing 2? I've seen Sing 1. Oh, man. So on Sing 2, there's this, you know, secretary lizard lady, you know, with one eye kind of thing. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't remember her from the first movie? Like a chameleon? It was like an old lady. She's like a chameleon, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's supposed to drive somewhere and go do something. I won't ruin anything for the movie for those of you that are just dying to see it that haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Anyway, she's listening to System of a Down in her, like, Ferrari, Lamborghini, driving down the road. Chop suey. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) she's like singing along and like, table. (laughs) That's awesome. It's worth yeah. it's a it's a laugh at that you know twenty second clip of the movie. This is the weirdest thing ever, Gary. This is like the weirdest way I discovered a band. Just move right. down. It was like seventh grade or sixth grade, and for some reason, like in one of my classes, like at the end of the day, the TV was on in the class. You had like actual cable in the classrooms and like actual yep. like TVs, yep. you know. And the last like ten minutes of class. The teacher let us watch MTV. Wait, there was music on MTV. And there was yeah, there was yeah, there's music. And it was the Chop Suey music video and System of a Down like had, you know, those crazy long beards their uh um bassist uh did and like it was just like heavy, you know? And mm-hmm. I discovered them at school on a TV in a classroom. So like, now you wild. play music videos at school on a TV, right? No. Is that what you're going to Oh. Never, never. But I, I mean, but it's kind of similar because I play Spotify, right? 
So that teacher in their mind was like, oh, we'll let them listen to this as it's yeah but you just play like lo-fi and tupac and (laughs) lo-fi and tupac that's it no um a lot of you know some emo stuff i get in there um yeah definitely a lot of rap and pop stuff but i mean kids eat that up dude yeah yeah so back to the song oh yeah (laughs) the heaviest part or your favorite part is that what we're getting at you know that my favorite oh, part is any of the breakdowns, right? Um, and the first time they say "now is the time," and they go like burr, 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 and screech. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, like the I first time I heard that, I was like, "Whoa!" That's different, right? Like it's kind of different than what other bands are doing um, or did, and I thought it was super cool. Yeah, like it's like I, I don't know, like if you could make the sound of broken glass into a guitar riff, or like yeah. nails on chalk, like yes. that's the guitar tone, you know? And it's like it really builds into that creepy sound that they were doing at the beginning, and and just and just heavy along with it. And at the end, they do they sing or scream. Now is the time again, and it's just filthy heavy dun, dun, this dun, time. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's it's so great. Um, it's still a song that if you want to get you know pumped up to, it's a, it's another one of those that are just yeah. awesome. And I really like the the lyrics to the song because yeah. it's like. You know, the call is, you know, the call of spreading the gospel. Right. Make disciples to make disciples, right? Yeah. And it reminds me, a little off topic maybe, it reminds me of my a sermon from this past Sunday that my my church had that, oh. like, some people like, oh, I just don't feel called to ministry or like, I don't, I'm not called to, a, you know, to be an evangelist. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. And which I, I get. Um, and I think you need to be called for that. But the point of the sermon was everyone, if you're a Christian, is called to be a disciple, to make disciples. Yep. You're not just a Christian and like, okay, I'm saved. I'm done. My job is over. I have nothing to tell anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but that's listening to this song. I was like, hey, I kind of remember, you know, we, our sermon this Sunday, have, I had, had that topic. That's right. Now is the time. Go do it. Yeah. Right? Ah, yeah, it's good. And, and, you know, the other songs that I've listened to from the Mids Alliance are very similar. Like, these dudes were outspoken yeah. about the gospel, you know? And a lot of these bands that we chose um, are, right? Looking back at these lyrics, you're like, dang. These th- mm-hmm. <laughs> these guys go hard. Christian metalcore. That's right. So that kind of brings us to the next band we're going to talk about, which is Creations, a band from Australia. And we're going to talk about the song, The Wolf, The Close.
dude. dude. So this, <laughs> this is another <laughs> song that Gary sent me, okay? Um, no, he didn't send it to me, actually. I take that back. He sat me down on his couch and said, yo, check out this music video. And that's the first way I heard this song was through the music video. Wow. Yeah. And you remember that music video, right? Dude, it's awesome. Like, if you think the song is heavy, I don't know why, but the music video makes it even heavier. Dude, absolutely. And it started, I remember you showed it to me, and like the first thing I, I remember when I was thinking about this song was all the like prosperity gospel preachers at the beginning, like the montage of them, right? Yeah. But not specifically that. There's like this one kind of random like just guy sitting on a bed and he, he's like, like counting money or something he's counting money and he's like hallelujah jesus thank you do you remember that <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and like for some reason like just random times of the day i just think about that clip i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it also making a sandwich hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> thank you jesus but it also has our boy twice kenneth copeland oh yeah on there just screaming like just getting just fired like th- the reason they use him last in that montage in the music video is that he's literally screaming and it's so heavy mm-hmm. right and all of a sudden the music comes in you're like oh yeah that's crazy <laughs> anyways the wolf the clothes super heavy song and super Great lyrically. Yeah. I'll let you talk from there. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, you know, the song, The Wolf, The Clothes, right? Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. Yep. Uh, It's, you know, lyrically, it's about, you know, bashing prosperity gospel. And, and he's, it's not even just that. It's, it's talking to those pastors. Yeah. Right. It's, it's targeted. It's not like prosperity gospel's bad. It's like, you're not a Christian, you know, in your face lyrics, calling these people out. And yeah, the first time I heard this song is the first time I heard the band. Yeah. Um, And I was floored with how awesome it was, you know, musically. And then lyrically is like, it's like, I don't know, like your first time hearing it, you're almost like uncomfortable. Absolutely. With the words that he's saying. Yes. You know, when he when he says because everything goes silent right the the way they space out their instruments in like this you know kind of hardcore kind of way um it's awesome because the lyrics shine in a lot of areas and especially when he says why do you treat the cross like a prostitute and like at that moment like when he says that like i always like look side to side like he talked he's talking not talking to me (laughs) I don't, like yeah. it's crazy you know and it, it does make you feel uncomfortable that's that's a great way to put it why do you treat the cross like a prostitute and purvey a false gospel you'll gain the world but lose your soul you're not a Christian you're nothing so funny part about that, that part. <laughs> okay. So I'm doing my prep work. <laughs> yeah. Listening to the song in the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, I think I think we were about to eat dinner or something, and so Henry was in there too, 
and he's like he's getting pretty good at hardcore dance stuff i oh, haven't yeah. taught him or showed him anything but like he's like mean mugging and he's got like his fists up to his face <laughs> you know elbows at straight out and like he's yeah. like stomping around and i'm like you know what is he t-rexing or something i don't know yeah and so it got to that part you know where that you're talking about where he's like why and he screams yeah. why and henry <laughs> screams <laughs> along with him why and he's like do you treat the cross like a prostitute and henry's like prostitute <laughs> he doesn't even know what it is dude that's funny and, he's like, and purvey a false gospel and henry's like gospel you know <laughs> repeating him that's like yeah awesome. I'm, I'm in the mood for this song too but uh yeah it, that cracked me up it it just yeah because like you you don't mistake it sometimes in like metal metal core or uh you know death metal or any core stuff like the lyrics can get lost. You have to look them up to know what they're saying. You don't have to look these up. No. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. And you can understand them. I mean, because yes. they say it all slow and. Yeah. Yeah. Loud and clear. And there's just so many great lines that he says. Mm-hmm. And it just like builds up and builds up and builds up and sometimes uncomfortable. But then when he like screams, just it's one of those where you just feel the anger right behind it like the passion like he's saying what he really means and when it builds up and he finally says you're not a christian you're nothing close yeah who dude like that's gnarly it's really awesome there's and you're right there's like some i feel like the way that it's screamed and sang or whatever that certain lines you just remember and like yeah Years later, someone will say something with a certain inflection. You'll be like, nothing close. You know, like, <laughs> yes. you just know, right? But there are a few lines that, that are in here that I, I've really, I, I, I'll say felt convicted when I first heard. And, like, I think that they're so true. And one of them is, would you be happy in heaven without the one that created the world? Right? Yeah. When you die, are you like, I'm so excited to go to heaven and see my friends and family and do this and like learn how dinosaurs were made and, you know, just have all the knowledge, right? Whatever, whatever your thing is, you know, streets of gold and no more sickness, whatever. Why isn't your first thought to see Jesus? Yeah. Right. And that's always been something that's like, oh man, like people don't even think like, would you still be happy in heaven if God wasn't there? Well, yeah. that's not heaven. Yeah. And and I and you know they just kind of go, I'll say downhill from there lyrically, like to Dude. the more prosperity, you know, about me and my finances and money and. But yeah, I, I love that. There's this one lyric that always stands out to me, and it's also the way that he screams it when he says, "God is the only reason you're saved." Mm. You know that part, like. Yeah. That's the only reason. There's nothing else. Yep. And, like, that sticks with me, too. There, there's a lot of, like, yes, there's some, like, uncomfortable, like, calling out sin for what sin is. But there's also, like, some pretty, like, some good lyrics behind it, you know? Yeah. And I like that that's in there because it's not just a, you know, like, you're a bad person for preaching this way. But he's like, you know, money does not save you. Yeah. God does not give you money for following him. And they're just like, you know, God is the only reason you're saved. Yeah. Period. And you watch the, you watch the music video and they're just, 
angry. Yeah. Really just in your face. And like the camera sometimes gets kind of a close up on the lead vocalist and he's just angry. Right. And you know, and obviously like there's times too, like when people associate those type of preachers, those type of Christians as Christians, it gets, it gets me frustrated too. Right. Yeah. Because that's just what people think all Christians are and we're not. Yeah. And so that's where that like anger comes from, you know? Yeah. And it's not just like, I feel like I've already said this, you know, like it's not just yeah. like a, I feel like he's reminding them too, you know, cause there's that line where he says, you have forgotten. Yeah. Not that they're, you know, maybe they once knew and they've gone down this rabbit hole of prosperity, but he's path. like, you have forgotten the cross. Yeah. Right. And it's just really awesome. Like simple lyrics, simple message and like convicting and man, never got to see these guys live. No. Yeah. Pro- probably never will. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know much other, other th- of the other things from them. Um, but they are like pretty underrated. Like I think this song has like 70,000 or so plays on Spotify, you know? Um, so this is like an underrated one and maybe people are going to hear this for the first time, uh, which would be kind of cool. Just make sure your little kids aren't around so they don't repeat all the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think with that, we can move on to our next one. Uh, a band that, has a kind of a cult following. Yes. From Nashville, Tennessee, A Plea for Purging. And what I love about this band is their music videos. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of their best music videos and songs is Shiver. what can i say about this song that isn't offensive uh so i'm not gonna lie that first minute of the song the Uh first 10 seconds i feel like you just press play in the middle of a song or like you're like you were driving in your car and you're like oh yeah turn on the radio and you just turn it up mid song yeah because it just starts yes it does like and i feel like it's like halfway through a guitar riff too (laughs) like they, they didn't want to fade up to start the song, so they just kind of just, eh, start, you know? Dude, that's so true. That's hilarious. But it, it works for the... And that's why the music video is great, because it actually has, like, an intro, you know, yeah. with him, like, should we start with the music video? I mean, we can. This music video is hilarious and interesting, and it's just... It's a plea for purging, right? What <laughs> What's else can he we say, say in the music video that you always do? Or you would always say around that time, like... 
the oh. guy on the t- the TV. What did he say? I just remember it's himself talking to him, Andy. Yeah. And he's like, Andy, Andy, like, wake <laughs> up, right? <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, he's like, wake like, up. Gives him some mission, yeah. You need to go into the wolf's lair and <laughs> fight, fight the vipers or something like that. <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> but he says something along those lines and he gets up, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's on this mission where he's literally walking through town if i remember this right and then like all the bandmates and like all these people in the city just start like following him to this church where it's andy like playing a prosperity hey, you forgot preacher. to say he's carrying a boom do- boom box on his shoulders oh yeah he is boom box on his shoulders uh yeah it's crazy and like the drummer comes in and the drummer's like a playing like a plastic tub or something paint bucket right like just with his sticks it's just fun right and this whole cult following that he's created to go on this mission goes to this church where there's like a prosperity preacher that's doing every typical thing a prosperity preacher does right um with all this money and stuff and they go in there they just play a plea for purging show and the prosperity people leave and it's just a typical plea for purging show and it's crazy it looks like the one we saw where he's just center stage. Dude, they were yeah. fun live. He he was great at getting people involved. You know what I mean? In the show. Yeah. In the show. He was like, if we don't have a hundred people crowd dive or he, whatever, yeah. crowd surf, in this next song, we're leaving. Or something weird like no, that. He said, he said, if we don't get a hundred people stage diving, this song will never end. Yes, we're just going to stay up here and play the same song. Until we get a hundred stage dives. And there was a line. Like people oh. would get in line on the stage. I'm like, I guess they really want the song to end. <laughs> it's it's when you watch like those vintage and I say vintage as in like fifteen years ago. Hardcore no, ancient, bands. I got yeah. <laughs> hardcore bands where you got like these just hardcore shows and everyone's just getting on stage, hardcore dancing, jumping off. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. They were on yep. stage with the band hardcore dancing jumping off and it was like the crowd was a part of the show too like now when you do that at most venues unless they're smaller right but most venues you you can't get on stage with the band if they're bigger you know you have to jump from like the security fence there's like that five foot gap between the stage and yeah yeah um and this was like something we've never seen i've never seen so many people do that crowd surf at a, a show and he was so good at getting people to do it and they were great live too i thought they were awesome yeah i didn't really know about them until that haste the day yeah. farewell tour like I, I think i've heard them but i never really paid attention and we saw them and i think we went back and binged all their music videos and yeah you know yeah they were they were a ton of fun but the line i was thinking of that you used to say and i yeah. swear you used to say it was you're a jolly good chap Oh yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Like, the very end of the, like the TV broadcast, <laughs> he says that right. You're a jolly, yeah. jolly good chap. Yep. Yeah, dude. It's just so random, and their other music videos are similar to that too of their like singles that they released. But there's they're a fun band. Like it's weird because we just talked about creations, and like the topic is very similar in mm-hmm. this song as is the last song. Right? They're very similar, um, but they go about it in a different way, like visualizing it in a music video yeah yeah Very... i mean seeing andy up there with his like comb over wig yeah 
<laughs> you know, and like his gold tie and his gold necklace and his gold sunglasses <laughs> up on stage as a prosperity pastor and people are like holding up money and he like takes yeah. the money from the people in the crowd and then like touches their head and they fall over on the ground and yes yeah totally different uh approach uh but L- lyrically it's a yeah. much angrier song than the fun light-hearted music video is dude you know yeah i mean for me like the song all revolves around like the lyric in my mind if i were god we'd all be dead mm-hmm. when he screams at, and there's this gnarly breakdown. Think about that, right? Like sometimes we don't think about like God's grace and like how people are continually like messing up. Like the world is a jacked up place. If we were in charge of it, it's like, let's end this. These people, yeah, man are terrible. Yep. Yep. And like he says it and just the way he says it too, is just like awesome. Yeah. And it's not just people today. I mean, read the no, Old no, Testament. No, no. no it's <laughs> been people f- since yeah. the dawn of time, dude. I, I sort of identify sometimes with him, with what Andy's saying here. Yeah. And it's just it, like the breakdown, the music part of it, I just love, right? I especially love a little bit after that when he screams, the devil's hands have been busy. And it's just like chug, chug, like fast chugs going along yeah. with it. It's so, it's so heavy. It's fun. I think of I think of a plea for purging as like a hardcore, but like the shoulder kind of hardcore. You, not with your feet, but like the you're like I can always see Andy from you know their singer like shrugging his shoulders as he's up on stage like screaming because that's shrug a, yeah dancing. the bouncing shrug yeah. you know yes like that's yeah. what a, a plea is but that yes it's kind of more like groovy in a sense like there's not it's not just like slow breakdown hardcore metalcore. It is, yeah. It's a good. Yeah, I don't. Shrug. I don't know if I'd be throwing fists or like whirlwind kicks. You know, it's not. It's yeah. not that kind of hardcore. I, I there are some other parts too. Like he comes in and there's like a synth behind this part too that I think really is cool. When when he screams, "Grace sustains," and it's just mm. like, "Ah, grace sustains," and like that's true, right? Like God is gracious, and then like it stops, and he's like, "But I thirst, but I for, thirst revenge. for vengeance." <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's just so good, and it, it is really an angry, another angry song. Um, but the way they approach the music video and just the who they are as a band, uh, they do it in such a different way, which I just I, – and it's part of the reason I think they have a cult following like they do. Even after they've been done for a long time, people yeah. still love Plea. Yeah. So let's move on to the next song. Yeah. Uh, so this band is from Pennsylvania as well. Um, but they're from a town called Afreda, which is 20 minutes from Lancaster, which who else is from Lancaster, Pennsylvania? ABR. August, August Prince Red. Yeah. And who do these guys sound like? <laughs> Not ABR. I'm just... 100%. Sometimes. Uh, so this is Texas in July. And before we start, there's a fun fact. 
they're not from Texas. <laughs> I, I would have bet money they're from Texas. That's hilarious. No. Yeah. So I actually don't know where their name came from. And we're going to talk about Texas in July. In July. In Dude. Washington. Whoa. Inception right there. Yeah. But no, the, <laughs> the fun part is not this vocalist of the song we chose, but later on they have a vocalist. And he, after this, after Texas in July split up, he moved on to Era. And he's their, you know, harsh vocalist. And I really like Era. So I recall this. Yeah. But the song we chose is one of their oldest ones. Yeah. But Hook, Line, and Sinner. So that intro is like absolutely all-time great metalcore intro. Like most people, you know, Texas in July, you know, obviously they're they're a pretty big metalcore band, but like they're not necessarily like an As I Lay Dying or, you know, um, August Burns Red. But I think a majority of the people in the scene, if they heard this intro, they'd be able to say, oh, that's Texas in July. Yeah. Right. Like it just has that. You just know it. And I, I don't know what I like most about this song. I think because it does bring me back to like that that metalcore era. But like the amount of China symbols that are used <sighs> in this, just the ka 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 ka. Uh-huh. Like I love that. It's so simple, but like the breakdowns when the drums are just going. It just gets me so pumped up, dude. I don't know why. Because no, no one does that anymore. Yeah, everyone loves that this drummer. Like, like yeah. he's up there with, with Matt Griner. Like, people really like him. So good. I The intro guitar, like that, you know, Bing. Pinch harmonic, yeah. yeah. Yep, that whole thing. Like, oh. it, it's cool to see. Like, even just watch, like, YouTube videos of, like, a live concert. Like, they, they nail that so good yeah. every time. Uh, with timing and stuff but yeah it's super unique and i've i've always thought of these guys as like a mix between august burns red and azalea dying yeah because uh, they're not as technical as august burns red maybe even throw in some haste today like early haste sure. today you know when you when you pick this song i had a hard time picking which version to listen to because there's two of them on spotify right yeah. there's the the old one and a newer one and there is a little bit of differences in them. Like, I think the older one is a little more raw sounding and the newer one is, it's cleaned up a bit, but I don't, I don't know. It's hard. Cause the, I, the, the raw one is much more like, you know, hardcore, like just yeah. metal core from that era. And it's just, it's perfect the way it is. But 
that outro like guitar solo stuff that they do at the end yeah on the new recording it's just so more prominent like it's just in your face like they turned up that guitar yeah. and it really it really shows but so I've listened to both of these songs like back to back the same song both versions back to back like several times you know yeah. prepping for this and what I really like <clears throat> on the newer recording they've really pushed like the bass guitar oh, recording yeah. like you just hear it it's so loud and you just hear it like you can hear the strings just rattling yeah I, yeah, I love that too. That was one of my notes. Like the bass, like especially towards the end of the song, you just like hear it grooving mm-hmm. with the breakdowns, with the chugs, with everything. Um, and, and there's so many breakdowns in this song too, right? Like this was like the crowd goes nuts during this time because like people are throwing fists. Every time the China starts going, people are just going nuts. And like it's one of those songs where he tells the crowd what to do in one part where he's like, move. Right? <laughs> he says move, and then all of a sudden it's like huge breakdown. Yeah. Lyrically, there's not a lot in the Dude, song. I- <laughs> I tried. I tried. I like looked at it, and I I actually didn't text you, but I was gonna say, what is this about? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Just like yeah. <laughs> something about a golden, golden veil. Like at most, they say like four words carpet. at a time. Like at at most, you yeah. know. So it's, I'm, I'm sure it means something. Yeah, yeah. What what a great play on words with hook line sinker to say hook line and center. Like you know, that's a good. That's cool. No, it catches your eye. You're like yeah. I don't, I don't know. There's other parts, too, that I really like where it's like the guitar's fairly simple um, or sounds like it's simple. I don't necessarily know. But it's just like heavy and chuggy and it, it's one of those. You get in the pit and you're just going crazy. You yeah. have to throw a few chicken wings around, you know? Chicken wings? Oh, get that going just right the, there and yeah. just throw them back, you know? You know, we did yeah. see them live. We did. I remember this song, too. Uh, yeah, I remember this song because at that time, I remember, like, because we knew the bands that were going, and I quickly checked out Texas in July, and yeah. I liked that song, and I was like, ah, I'll play, you know, I'm excited to hear them play this one. But I I kind of wished I was older or something when I saw them because I, I would have liked them more, you know, later. Yeah. One of those bands where, like, you're like, you go to see them, but you saw them before you really liked them, so you didn't really appreciate them as much as you should have. So one thing I do like really remember about this band is like the basis. I don't know if you remember this. Sometimes like when you're looking at like people on stage, like the performers, you just notice things about them, and then you can't stop looking at them. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying. And like this guy just like stared. He didn't move much, but you could tell he was like angry. But he's like just staring at the crowd. And I felt like he looked at me and just kept looking at me. And I like looked he's, down like, do I have something on my shirt? Like, Why is do this I- kid looking at me? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and like, I don't know what, what, what the reason was, but like, I still like remember that to this day. And then like, he'd do a few like stomps, you know, when like breakdowns would hit. And then he'd just stare again. At, not necessarily at me, maybe <laughs> through me. And that might have just been his thing. But I was like. Uh, I like look back. I'm like, who is he looking at? (laughs) 
Like he's probably like, wondering the same thing. He's like stopping up there, and he like looks at the car. And he's like, "Why is this kid looking at me?" He yeah, keeps looking, he's at, looking me. At, at me. I kept turning he, around. He's not stomping. And... He's turning around to see if there's something behind him, and he's like, "No, nope, he's looking at me." <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So if it's yeah, even so... basis, you're also talking about system of a down basis and Shavo. Shavo, I think his name is. He's he's legend, dude. He has like the the beard. Like, I know it'd be just, like yours. You're just a bassist guy. It'd be like your beard, only he would like just the chin. Yeah, just the chin. He braided it all the way down or whatever. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. Anyway, uh, it takes in July. Like they're so fun, and they're kind of making a comeback, or no? Yeah, I'm not sure because I heard they, they did that Christmas show with August Burns Red in Lancaster, yeah. which makes and, sense. Yeah. And I, I've heard that they were getting back together, and it wasn't just a one-time thing, but I've also yeah. heard that it was just a one-time thing. Right. Because uh, August Burns Red and Era were on tour together, and after that tour is when they did the Christmas thing. So, like, you know, JT KV is the singer for the last album of Texas in July called Bloodwork. And so when they were on tour, I'm sure they talked about being from the same hometown, the same, you know, you know scene... And like, hey, sure. you guys should come open for us in our Christmas show. And I don't know. So I don't know if they're together or not. I'm. I don't know if they're making new music. If it was just a quick tour or what. But I'm curious. Me too. Yeah, Gary. I think this is bringing us to our last song on our mixtape. Is it? I think so. And that the band we're going to talk about is also a band that people. There's a cult following for. We're going to talk about the band Gwen Stacy, but not necessarily the song people think we're going to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Um, a dialogue. That's right. So the weird part is, this has bothered me forever. Okay. How do you spell dialogue? D a d i a l o g u e. That's how you spell. You Canadian or something? No, I just teach English. So anyway, well then that's <clears throat> well okay. Let's fight. How do you? Uh, so but dialogue. You're thinking about like a different like dialogue versus analog. That's different than talking no, dialogue. No, it's not. No, it is not. No. Are you sure? Dialogue without the ue and with the ue is the same word. It's like color. Look, okay. You know, yeah. I'll let you Google while you're you know while, while I explain this. But it's basically like the British way of spelling dialogue versus the American way of spelling dialogue. And <laughs> oh, as yeah. a as a software engineer, you know, dialogue is in a lot of words in a lot of things but anyway <clears throat> that bothered me and it's the name of their album and the name of the song that we're doing but what uh, i think what most people get upset about with gwen stacy is the cult following is kind of split there's the people who like um the old lead singer from the first yep. one with gone fishing see you in a year see, oh yeah 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 uh, but the, so the second album which is where i discovered them and where i got a I, I fell in love with them, I'll say, uh, was with their new vocalist, and he was, the, like, the guitarist, I think, from the band Once Nothing. Um, and I didn't know that at the time. I I just listened to their new album that came out, and I was like, hey, this is great. And I listened to their one before, and I was like, hey, I don't like this. But that was in, what, 2009? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a long time ago. But, uh, so, yeah, let's jump into a dialogue. So bitter that it has reached 
So I think this song stands out in our selection. Uh, it's a lot yes. more polished. It's a little more rock than Catchy. it is metalcore. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you know under oath metalcore versus like Azalea dying metalcore. You know, right? Uh, but man, catchy song. Uh, really awesome lines that get stuck in your head, yeah. and you know it gets heavy when it needs to get heavy. It does. I am one of those people, though, Gary, that love Gone Fishing Souvenir. Right. And so, like, I love that first album. So good. And the second one is is a lot different. Yeah. But not necessarily bad, right? Like, it's still really good. And a dialogue, like, is so catchy. That chorus, though, just, it hits all the time. And you catch yourself singing it, right? When it's like, I swear, it's better be worth it. Like You're such a good singer, by the way. That was, that was, <laughs> we're going to edit that out, bro. Like, I just, I don't know, love the chorus. I think that might be my favorite part, and that's never been said by me on this podcast. The chorus is my favorite part of the song. Oh, wow. Yeah. More than like the two breakdowns? Yes, and I like the breakdowns a lot, especially the last one. But, like, the chorus, I just think they did so well, like, writing it and making it catchy and integrating it back into the song. Yeah, it is well written because there's, I mean, they've kind of started the song. I think they start the song with the chorus, and they have the chorus in there a couple times. And then they also have, like, you know, one of those, like, crowd shout where the crowd sings it. Yeah. And you hear them saying it, you're like, I swear, like way off in the distance like a big group of people right um, and then they come back in and sing it again and it's bigger to it than their older stuff but it's still there's still really heavy parts for sure yeah and so before we get to the heavy parts I, yeah like I'll, I'll mention lyrically because i don't know i don't know what this song is. i mean i obviously it's a dialogue right if you read the lyrics there's like entire sections in quotations right it's like someone said this then someone said this and it kind of seems like i don't know like they're both arguing the same thing that they're having a hard time with life or faith or doubt. They're just like these, like it's a struggle. The part that really catches me is that chorus, you know, like it's been 300 days of cold and I am so alone. What can I make of this? And I feel like it's, I don't know, easy to sing to like when you're like down or upset or like struggling or, you know, sucking at life. Yeah. But man, singing along is hard because he sings really high. He does. And I feel like there's like a background vocal that is even higher or just a different key or pitch. And like, if you're going to sing along with this, you're going to squeak. Like you can, you, you can just sing the bass. Uh, you just sing that lower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. You just follow along with that. I remember, <laughs> I remember our boy Vlad, our friend Vlad. You remember him? Yeah. 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 Vlad from college. Um, 
we were talking, we went to this one church. Oh, not Putin, a... the other one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not friends. Our, friends. our friend was not Vladimir Putin in college. Um, but Vlad, uh, he, he's really funny guy, right? We went to this one church. It was like a huge church, kind of like a mega church, I guess, in college on the weekends. We went there for Sunday, Sunday worship. And uh, I asked him, I said, hey, you're going to church this Sunday? He's like, yeah, I have to sing the bass register for the worship team. Like, I'm like, wait, what? And like, so, and then I stood next to him and the whole time he's just singing in a low voice, like to every worship song. It's like Chris Tomlin or Hillsong up there, whatever. And it's like oceans. And he's just like singing the, like the bass, you know? Thank God he was there. Cause if he wasn't, what would that would have sounded terrible. <laughs> so you can just be like Vlad, dude, and you can sing the bass of this chorus all right so yeah. with, with the bass talk shall we move to the breakdown oh yeah go for so it so i really like the uh i'll say little it's the little breakdown where he says i burn my bridges to the ground Yes, I like both of the breakdowns. I really like the outro. I think that's a fun breakdown. Um, back on the meaning, like I've always thought there was like this like dialogue between him and God in my mind, but maybe it's not. Like trying to really digest this, I don't really know. But it definitely is about like doubt right of some sort and like it ends with like it's a real world dude this is the real world and you're falling apart this is the real world and you're falling apart and you're falling apart and you're falling apart like that's it sorry it doesn't there's yeah. like no resolution in my mind yeah it made me think it might be an argument with himself yeah, it's you know, true too. like yeah. one of them is trying to have like this realistic approach to life, um, yeah. and like, and I've I've heard people say that it's an argument with like a a non Christian or like a a non or like a Christian, but like a pastor who's against this metal scene, oh. or <clears throat> someone that's like, what you're doing is a waste of time, and they're like, I feel so alone, I'm really struggling, and they're like, this is your own fault, you did this, and he's like, I just want help, like. Oh, yeah. me of little faith is one of the lines that he says. I do, I do like that line. I put that in my notes. I thought that was clever. Yeah. So I'm not sure what it is. And, I, and you know, I did my due diligence. I, I dug on the internet and I looked for an interview or something that said, you know, what it means. Couldn't find anything concrete. So it's ambiguous. It's up to your interpretation. Yeah. I really like this song. I, I don't know. Like, it, I think people are split. It'd be interesting to see, like, how people feel but i i wish that they would have continued to make music because like i like this direction like i think there's a place for like obviously there's a place for this type of um metal core in the scene right yeah um, this is what's coming back you know that it is more catchy uh because you know everyone's kind of tired of the the death core the everything is as heavy as it can be and i feel like bands are now 
taking a step back and like, well, it's about the art. It's about the music. It's about the yeah. story, you know, like, so for sure. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm upset that they were, they broke up too. Cause it was around that, that time that I found them too. They, I found out that they had already broken up. Yep. And I was like, man, I just love this album. Like the whole thing, a dialogue from beginning to end, like picking a song to talk about. There's like four that I was like, I don't know, Tyler, pick one of these four. Like, yeah, I like all of these. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I, and it is a lot more polished and I think a lot of people like the more hardcore noisy, you know, yeah. Raw, like the chariot sounding like Norma Jean sounding previous album. Yeah. It sounds like, and there's parts too. They're like the heaviest under oath is, is like what they were, you know? And now they just kind of went down that a dialogue is a little more poppy, but I mean, it's still, it's, it's a really awesome album. So I guess that wraps up our mixtape. That's our mixtape. Our mix EP. Our episode on six songs that we just love, man. So hope you guys found something or discovered something you liked or reminded of something you liked. Yeah. So I want to wrap up by thanking our patrons for supporting us. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support us, buy us a cup of coffee by joining our Patreon. And if you want to be part of the conversation and join a community of like-minded people, Join our Discord server, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.